0: The Abundant Woman Podcast is one that seeks to help women cultivate a faith that soaks into every single corner of their lives, changing them wholly and completely. Hosted by Samantha Siemens, founder of the Abundant Woman Collective, the podcast features conversation that lifts, encourage, challenge, and empower women to step into true freedom in Christ. If you're ready to go all in with a Jesus-led life, step out of the overwhelm, anxiety, and stress of this world, and step into a life of freedom and abundance, then the Abundant Woman Podcast is for you. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Abundant Woman Collective Podcast. I am so excited you are here. And today we are with my friend, Sasha. Hi, Sasha. (laughs) hello thank you so much for having me yeah thanks for coming Um, so sasha star robertson is an intentional living and biblical mindset coach for busy christian moms amen sister a wife of 13 years to her best friend boy mom blessed by adoption travel addict and jesus freak she is the founder of the intentional abundance co curator of the life and goals planner and host of the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Thank you, man. That all is like so good. <laughs> so much going on.
1: My title and like introduction has grown so much over the last few years that I'm just like, when I hear it on another podcast, I'm like, whoa, she sounds cool. And then I'm like, thank you, oh, Lord. Me. She is me.
0: <laughs> that's so good. That is a cool intro though. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm super excited about today because one of our core values here at the Abundant Woman Collective is to know your word, to get in the word, to read it, allow it to change us, all of us, right? We are firm believers in 2 Timothy, where it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training. Um, so today we are going to talk about daily giving God your first which sounds way easier (laughs) than it is. So let's jump right in. Have you Sasha always met with God? Like the first of your day? Definitely not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It would be a bold faced lie if I ever said yes to that question. So no, definitely not. I think, um, even currently I'll go through seasons. Like we, um, right now have a little boy, he's two months old. And, you know, these last two months, it's definitely been more difficult. I've had to change my, my trigger of like, what prompts me to read God's word, because I'm not rising before my family. Like I normally would to get up and spend that time, quiet time with the Lord. And sometimes it's not until later in the day. And I go through seasons where it's just like, wow, I'm struggling right now. And then it's like red flag. Okay. It's because I haven't been seeking the Lord and seeking his word. And so, um, definitely I have not always been consistent in seeking him first.
0: I mean, yeah. Two month old baby. (laughs) Yes. I am surprised if you were up and functioning. I am, (laughs) but I, I love that you talk about seasons too, because our listeners are anyone from young girls to college girls, busy with schoolwork to single women who are working and doing all the things to grandmas and even mamas. And so in each season, we can absolutely get busy, get tired, and not necessarily put him the first of our day, but it is still an important process and part of our day to spend time with him, right? What, what changed your focus on that and made you focus on him first?
1: Well, I guess I'll like go back a little ways to explain this. And this is like partially answering your first question a little bit too, because I didn't really know the Lord until I was in my mid twenties. Um, I grew up in an unbelieving home. We went to the Mormon church for a little while, which just ended up being a really confusing time for me in life because, um, a lot of the stuff in our, like, outward appearance as a family at church changed but nothing in our home changed and and I was really young and I just remember being bullied at church and so um was really thankful when my family decided to stop going to that but then it was just like this not knowing the lord most of my life my you know teenage years college years um got married to my husband pretty young He didn't know the Lord either. And then we came to a point in life where it got pretty tough and we started seeking. And that's when um, we found Jesus or I could say he found us. (laughs) Um, But even still, even when I became a believer, it wasn't a priority or focus of mine to like seek him and give him the first fruits of my day. Hmm. And it honestly never was until I became a mom. That was the catalyst in my life that changed so much for me because I was a few months into motherhood. And I gave up my career and so much like to become a mom. And then I was like, what is this? Like, who am I? Am I just here for peekaboo and diaper changes and no adult interaction, no recognition, no promotions. Um, Like it, it was just a very confusing time. And so I just got quiet for like a whole month and shut the world out and just read scripture and journaled and prayed and sung worship songs. And it was through all of that, that I think God really showed me a lot of just like, okay, what's the number one thing that I want in my life. I want my kids to not have to live the life, not knowing him for so many years. Like I did, Mm -hmm. like, I want them to know him in this deep, intimate way where they're in relationship with him and like on fire to serve him because they know the abundance that's in him. John 10, 10 is one of my favorite verses. It's a verse that God showed me through a lot of like my healing journey, um, through trauma and whatever else. And it, it says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Christ came that we may have life and have it abundantly. So when I talk about abundance, you relate the <laughs> abundance you're talking about is the abundance of like the fruit of the spirit and just the loving kindness and the peace and joy and all of this goodness that we get from being in relationship with the Lord. And I know that I am a new creation in him. My life is no, like it is completely different, right? Yeah. No, in no way, shape or form similar to what it used to be prior to knowing him. And so- My heart as a mom is so my kids don't have to go through that period of struggle like I did. And it came down to looking at all of the people that I know who are living this life, loving and serving the Lord, even as young adults. And I think the number one thing that stood out to me was that they didn't just go to church and have this legalistic lifestyle and checkmark boxes. Like their parents lived out their faith in front of them, their parents put God first and had this God focused life. Their parents prayed in front of them, read scripture in front of them and to them and really lived as an example. And so it was through that whole season that God really spoke to my heart and was like, you have to seek first his kingdom and his Mm -hmm. righteousness before anything else can be added. Right. Before we can be that example to our kids, before we can have, you know, a business where we're impacting lives for the kingdom and whatever else. And so that's really what I would say changed it for me. Becoming a mother was a huge catalyst, not just for that, but for my self-care and my time management and productivity and so many things in my life. But my faith has been the thing that has grown the most on account of that catalyst.
0: Yeah. I love everything about that. Um, that was, I mean, it still is, it's definitely like motherhood is a grounding reason. it, Cause it's always there. It's constant. And even with the bad days, you get to repent and go for good days, but there's, you could easily fall into the trap of the checklist mentality. The Sunday morning done, we went to church and then your whole life looks completely different than your beautiful life at church. Right. But the people in your home, your children, your spouse, the people, your friends, like the people you're closest with, they should see a different you all Mm -hmm. the time, not just a holy Sam on Sunday, but a ratchet Sam on Monday, right? Like (laughs) yes, all the time you're set apart. And the only way to do that, like you said, is by seeking first his kingdom, which is so good. Thank you for that. I, um, yeah, I was definitely a checklist girl until my early twenties as well. Um, like check, I did the things I read my Bible. I went to church, I did ministry, but getting deep in the word is actually what transformed me and matured me for all the things that we do now. So I love that. What are three practical ways, um, that we can give our listeners today to give God our first give him any time, really, but give him daily time. Even when we feel like we don't want to, we're tired. We have nothing left. We have a two month old baby, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Well, first I do want to mention something about what you had just said, because you're talking about basically when, when others are seeing and witnessing that and like scripture does say, I don't have the exact reference off the top of my mind, but you will know them by your, their fruits. Mm -hmm. And that's just always really stood out to me. And the fruit of the spirit is such a guiding verse for us um, in our family. We've got it on the wall. It was actually on a podcast like a year ago. And somebody's like, oh, do you have it like hanging in your home? And I was like, no, I don't. I probably should. And I have a vinyl cutter. So it was just a project. And like, we needed all the fruits of the spirit to even make it happen because like it was falling off and it was crooked and we're trying to line up. And it was just like, whew, that was a, that was a tough day, but now it's there like bam, big on the wall in our living room. And it's just beautiful. But I've actually had two instances lately and you're talking about, you know, the two month old his birth mother and grandmother chose our family because we love Jesus. Those were their words. That is. And I am like, what, how did you see that in me? Like almost in tears over it. Yeah. And I just can't, I can't shake those words. And so now it's like, it's even more of a pressing thing. Like, okay, they chose me so I could be this example in this light for their, you know, their, their, biological child and grandchild. Um, and so it's about good stewardship. And then I had another friend recently, I ordered stickers from her. She's writing a book and, um, I ordered stickers and she's like every sticker that you chose when I was reading it, I was like, you live that, like you embody that. And it was like the fruit of the spirit ones and, and whatever else. And I was just like, Oh my goodness, that is so amazing to hear somebody say that back to you. It's not the reason that you do it. Right. But to know, like people see those fruits, like that's everything. Um, So you were talking about three practical ways. Um, I think number one, and this is a don't shoot the messenger thing is rise before your family. And it's like, I'm I'm, (laughs) going to give the like contradiction to it too. So Mm -hmm. um, to rise before your family, because I think it is, it's a first fruits thing. So much in scripture paints this um, symbolism in this picture of your first fruits. Like that's essentially what tithing is as well. And um, when we get up, And that's the first thing that we do. I mean, you can get a cup of coffee, girlfriends, like do that. Right. But when we go and give God our first fruits, he gives us so much back. And I even had this experience the other day where I had my morning quiet time with God. He gave me a verse. I posted it on social media because I was like, this is so great. Everybody needs to like be encouraged by this today. And then I didn't live according to that verse. And throughout the day, Multiple like circumstances of chaos came up because I'm a mom of a toddler and a two month old, and I've got a business, and you know, like life gets crazy at times. I've got a puppy too. Like, don't get the dog if you're don't doing do the, the dog. dog ever. Don't get the, don't get the dog. Um, that's tip number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I got to the end of the day, and I was like, wow, I can see no less than five different times today that that verse was applicable to me. If I would have slowed down and been patient and aware in the present moment, like I could have leaned into that power of the Holy spirit in that verse that God gave me. And so I think that's the number, one of the number one reasons to get quiet in the morning with God is because he will give you that bread and living water that you need throughout the day. He's Mm going to give you something that's relevant To that day, because he knows before you even go, he knows what your day is going to look like. And then number two is um, getting quiet with him is really great, but also letting your kids witness you, letting your spouse witness you open the word of God, read the Bible, listening to worship music, praying in the moment. Like those are all really, really important things in practical ways as well, that you can give God your first, even if it's not like the first moments of your day, it's still giving him your first, your first thoughts, your first fears, anxieties, whatever comes up for you. Right. Um, instead of telling somebody that you're going to pray for them, pray for them right then and there, instead of like using scripture, you know, to train and correct and discipline your children, pull out God's word and read it right there with them and talk about it. Um, So that's another, another way. And then my third way I would say is just this idea of praying unceasingly. And it truly is a magical thing. Like when you, when you fully step into that lifestyle, Instead of just praying, like the baby's crying, like, Lord, (laughs) help me or like help the baby. You know, when you're in those chaotic moments, instead of just like praying for help all the time, but like praying, as soon as you see somebody else needing help, praying out loud over your kids. When my son tells me he has a tummy ache, which he's a toddler with a new baby in the home every single day, he's got five different ailments when really he just needs love and attention. Right. (laughs) But I will stop and I will pray with my toddler right then and there. So he knows that I believe in the power of prayer. And that he can too believe in the power of prayer. When we hear an ambulance, we'll stop and pray for whoever's in it, whoever it's rushing to, um, and praying and thanks and gratitude. Like there are even moments where, you know, the toddler's jumping around, needing something, the baby is crying and I'm just, Lord, I waited 10 years for these babies and you have entrusted them to me. Thank you for this opportunity you know what I need, please fill me up. (laughs) Right. And even like praying, praying in gratitude and thanks. And, um, so those are my three pack practical ways. Number one, rise before your family. Number two, um, don't be afraid to pull out scripture, to sing worship music, to pray right then and there with others. But then three living this praying unceasingly lifestyle, just in all circumstances, making your requests to the Lord and, 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 making your, um, your gratitude and appreciation to the Lord as well.
0: So good. So the funny part about Sasha and I's, we had not met before this interview officially at all, really, but girlfriend, we are such kindred spirits you're talking and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I need to mute myself over here. Yeah. So good. I want to, yeah. um, rewind a tiny bit and just, we're going to take a tiny sidebar because there was something you said, um, about your one. I started crying with the birth mom and grandma and then your friend, but another one of like, it's the whole reason we have this podcast is because the power of the tongue and we get to speak life and speak words. So whether it's the lady listening to this podcast where you get to go speak life over someone else, I want every, like when you listen to this podcast, That day is when you get to go pick three girlfriends, pick three people in your life that have made some sort of impact and go Mm -hmm. encourage them, go edify them because they don't live their life for you or so other people can know or any of that junk, but you get the opportunity to encourage them, to give them just a refreshing, like breath of fresh air. And I don't know, but pick three people and give them that edifying what you see in their life and what you see them doing, because chances are they are struggling. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. They would love Mm -hmm. to hear that. Um, and then your three tips were so good. So good. I also, uh, the mornings are rough for me. I'm such a nighttime person, but I have to pray for the Lord to not only wake me up, which if you're not saved, that sounds kind of silly, but I legit Mm -hmm. have to pray like, Lord, you want me up early, you got to wake me up because this ain't happening. <laughs> but then also for the hunger, like sometimes when I'm mm. deep in the old Testament, there are some times where there are so many names and places. And I'm, I normally love history and mm-hmm. I love books, but there's just some times where I don't want to read the word of God, man, that mm. is, that hurts. But mm. I have to pause and be like, Lord God, literally, please give me this hunger. Like repent. I repent of anything that's not of you Mm -hmm. or like take away the distractions, but help me to hunger and thirst for your word. Like root out any sin that might be hindering my journey. Like that kind of prayer, because sometimes ladies, we don't want to, but guess what? (laughs) Sasha already said it. When we seek first his kingdom, how do we seek first his kingdom? If we don't know who this God is, if we don't know the characteristics of God, how are we going to seek him first? We literally have, it's over there. I'm not going to grab it. but We have the entire Bible that tells us all about God and all of his characteristics. Um, last thing, sorry. I do also love the kids one. So I work from my phone. We work from our phone, right? Social media is on our phone. The Bible's on our phone. Everything is on our phone, which is a blessing and a curse. I'm so incredibly thankful that we live in 2022 and we get access to the word from our stinking cellular device. Right. Right. And like super grateful because other people in the world don't have access to it at all, but also it comes with its own sort of Mm. issues. And I noticed that I was, or even my husband, Matt, like, I'd be like, babe, are you playing bubble soccer? It's a stupid little game that's like you pop these bubbles and I don't know. And I'd be like, and he'd be like, no, I'm reading the word. And I'm like, are you though? Like bubble stalkers <laughs> right next to the Bible or like me, you know, I'll, they'll be like, get off your phone. I'm like, I'm working <laughs> like I can't, right. but I, like Sasha said, I would highly encourage everyone to buy and they have them at the dollar store now. Okay. Buy mm-hmm. a physical, physical copy of a Bible because right. One, there's something so sweet about turning pages and even the gross smell of Bible. But (laughs) but it is a tangible example. When I'm on my phone, nobody knows if I'm playing bubble soccer or Mm. scrolling on Instagram, but I'm in my word and I can put my phone away from me so it can go ding somewhere else. I can just sit in the presence of God and read his word without distractions. And then like the bonuses are children, like you said, get to see that. They don't see mommy on the phone. They see mommy in her word. And you can invite them to that. You can't invite them to like your phone. You can invite them to your lap. Does that make sense? But I love those tips. Those are so, so good. And I need to work on the morning thing, but you're encouraging me and lighting me up on all of this.
1: Can I speak a little bit more to that, Ooh. even? Because um it's like, I think it's one of the number one things that comes up for people's like, I'm a night an owl. And I am over here, like sister me too like the college that I went to, our mascot was the night owl. <laughs> right? Oh like goodness. I have a plaque hanging in my room that says marathon sleeper because I can sleep for like 13 to 17 hours. No problem. The last I time thought. I did that was so many years ago. I don't even remember because I've like, I've taken control of that. I used to wonder like, Lord, why did you give me this desire to be a mom? When I also love sleep so much, Yeah, it's <laughs> but, <me. laughs> um, like, I will tell you, it changed everything in my life. And if I can do it, you can do it. And this is, this is for everyone and anyone. And I think the number one thing is it comes with establishing healthy sleep habits Mm -hmm. in the first place. And so just to give you guys a little bit more here today, like even a couple of those is like, we, our bedrooms in our home are like sleep sanctuaries. There's no television. Our electronics are not plugged in in there. We have blackout blinds. There are no lights. We have fans going for that ambient noise. Um, all of our devices are plugged in out in the living room. So, and they're on silent. So we leave them out there. So we're not being disturbed. Um, And it comes to like having a healthy bedtime routine, just like you would do for your kids, right? You know, for your kids to go to bed on time and to sleep well, you want to establish a bedtime routine for them. But as adults, we have this freedom to do whatever we want and stay up till midnight, scrolling on our phones, looking at the blue light in our beds. Um, And so by going, like it really starts the night before going to bed at a decent time, having those healthy sleep habits. That's how you can get up to that alarm at four 30. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be 4:30. So to give you some like peace and freedom there 10 minutes before your family can make so much difference. Mm-hmm. And I hear you when you're talking about hungering for his word, you know, you're reading through the old Testament and it's just all of these names and cities that you can't pronounce or whatever else. Like I encourage people too at times to start out with like a verse of the day, even if it's like in the Bible app, um, is if you have self-control over your phone, of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or or getting a devotion. I love devotions, not for like for like, you know, the whole food, but like as a start, I'll read a devotion and whatever the verse is in there or the passage that they're referencing, I'll then go to scripture and read that. And you can honestly read a lot of scripture yeah. in 10 minutes. Or you can read just a little bit of scripture and pray over it, and just meditate on it, and break it out. You know, okay, what does the word abundance mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like if that's if that's a word that jumps out into you in there cross reference script. There's so many ways. Like, I'm gonna stop talking because I'll we'll be on here all day if I don't. But <laughs> um, upset. we're good. <laughs> but I could totally like um, I love to encourage people in that that you that you totally can get up in the morning and give God even if it's just a few minutes if that's your healthy habit, like even me, my healthy habit is 10 minutes of Jesus time. First thing in the morning, four days a week. Yeah. That's not giving God my first fruits every single day and spending hours in the word and like, you know, college level courses, but sometimes that 10 minutes turns into an hour. Sometimes those four days turn into, you know, 30 day stretches. Um, but he always, always, always meets me there.
0: I was just going to say that. Yes. Yes. Regardless (laughs) of what it is. He meets us there. Yes. Yes. I love that. I also am not recommending start in the old Testament. If you have not read the Bible all the way through, <laughs> go ahead and skip <laughs> to the new Testament and read some of the gospels, but, but yes. seriously do that. <laughs> um, okay. So what happens? What do you, cause I, I know for me, I'm a checklist person and beca- being a checklist person will rear up an ugly perfectionist side to me, which thank you, Lord, he's working on that. But I, with that, it means sometimes i I'm all or nothing. I'm either hundred percent on this diet fasting or I'm binging. Don't not really donuts, chips and guacamole. Okay. Like there's no in between. So on those days that we miss a day or maybe even several days, what, what happens? Like what, what happens? Is God mad at us? Are we going to be freaking out or what's going on? What do we do to fix that?
1: I love that you brought this up because it's funny. I was just talking to a client about this this week. She's like, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So if I'm not like following this plan, then I'm not even touching it. Make the plan what works for you. Like that is my, I feel like life hack, right? Like I just said, my healthy habit is 10 minutes four days a week. So if I miss three days throughout the week, it's fine. My mindset is still strong. I am still good. It doesn't have to be four consistent days. I can do it on, You know, Mondays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, if those are the days that I end up getting up early, you know, I say four days a week because those are the days that um, my husband gets up and goes to work. That's when it happens to be our, our healthy, you know, morning routine that we have. And other days, there are other things that I get up and do. But if you know you're an all or nothing person and perfection is not attainable, then what feels good to you? What's attainable for you? Look at your schedule. What's realistic for you? Like my husband works Saturday through Tuesday. So those are the days I'm always getting up early with him. He goes to work. That's my trigger to read my Bible. Once he walks out the door, my Bible is open. Like I said, I had to adjust it a little bit with the baby because we were on maternity and paternity leave and all this other stuff. So my new trigger after I realized I was, I'd missed like several days and I'm like, man, I feel stressed. I feel anxious. I feel short. Um, I feel a little frustrated, whatever else. I realized, oh, it's because I haven't sat down and opened my Bible in a while. So I had to establish a new trigger because my husband wasn't leaving the house like he was. Um, My new trigger became feeding the baby. So the first feeding in the morning, once I sit down before I put that bottle in his mouth, or sometimes I'll like put a bottle in his mouth, hold it kind of crooked and, (laughs) and grab my Bible. It was to use that as my new trigger to open my Bible. And then that helped me reset. So I think a big, a big overarching theme to, to answer that is to check the mindset about it, that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be perfection. Like Jesus was perfect so that he could die for our sins. We're supposed to strive to be like him, but we're never going to achieve perfection until we actually meet him face to face on the other side of this life. So make your schedule something or make your healthy habit, something That's achievable for you, that even if you miss a day, that's okay because it's built into your all or nothing lifestyle and you can easily overcome that mindset and just pick up and continue on.
0: Yeah, so good. You guys, I was totally kidding about God being mad for us, just for the record. But I love that there's (laughs) grace for us and we can, we know that like his grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in our weakness. And this for some of us might be our weakness. God was talking about Paul in that scripture, but he's also talking about yours and my weakness. And so, This might be a tough for some of us, but I love routine, set a trigger, set an alarm, all the things that your practical solutions to actually get in your word. And and then if you happen to live a life where you get to do your morning quiet time or morning routine or whatever, read the Bible at some point in the first part of the day, but then maybe you don't have kids. You can read it later and go back to it and just, just focus on his scripture and what the scripture is meant. For you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the end of each episode, I'm just asking random, not random, but I picked them questions to get to know you a little bit better, Sasha. So what is your favorite scripture?
1: Uh, I, off the top of my head, I'm just going to say John 10, 10, because I mean, we just had 10:10 day in October and it's just I, I call it 10, 10 day. It's a very relevant day for me in my life because of that scripture. And it's just so real. I believe that the enemy is prowling around like a lion. That's a different scripture verse, but, but his goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. And I lived in that side of the apart from God lifestyle for a very long time and coming to know Christ and be an intimate relationship with my creator. Everything has changed. And now I get to live this abundant life with him. and. I, I have this like deep seated desire in my heart for everyone that I know to come to know what that intimate relationship is.
0: Yes. And amen. Absolutely. See, kindred spirits, girl. Um, what is something in your life that you're loving right now?
1: Ooh, what am I loving right now? Um, oh, there was just something I was thinking. Actually, I will say two things. If I could, I'm loving my hydro jug.
0: Oh yeah.
1: It's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's, it says it's a half gallon of water, but really I can fit like 70 to 80 ounces of water in here. That's
0: incredible. So it helps
1: me with my water consumption throughout the day. And it has this little like strap oh, that's cute. that I can like, just throw it over my shoulder with the baby. And it's got pouches in the front so I can throw my phone or my keys and it's super cool. Um, so hydro jug, the other thing is the spiritual seeds planner. I stumbled across this on Instagram. Um, it's like a daily, you know, weekly planner. Um, and it's all about the fruit of the spirit, which I just talked about too. Like that would be my, my second favorite like passage, um, is the fruit of the spirit. And it's focused on that and cultivating a different fruit every month. And, um, it's just a small little company, two sisters created it. And I just love their story and it's high quality. It's beautiful. The one I got last year is even in my brand colors. And so I'm just like super fangirl on that right now.
0: <laughs> I love it. We will be sure to tag both of these um, in the show notes as well. And we're all describing the hydro jug, but nobody can see it. But it's really cute. And it's like this bright pink, right? Um,
1: yeah. You can get it in so many different colors. They have different colors and different sleeves, but mine's like maroon. Maroon. It's kind yeah. of like my brand colors. I tried to pick like a maroon and then... And then the- um like a, a light green kind of bluish teal color pouch. So, yeah. I'm all about the bright colors. Okay, last
0: <laughs> one, favorite
1: coffee drink. Oh, my go-to is an iced peppermint mocha frappuccino with almond milk. But is that all the time, I just learned a new one from a friend, mm. which is so- a warm mocha with toasted uh, marshmallow and then cinnamon sprinkled on top. I never would have tried it if she didn't just buy it and bring it to me, but I've ordered that a few times lately. I love chai tea, but I got a really cool cook cookbook recipe book, um, from someone on how to make cold brew. And so I have been making my own cold brew and it's amazing ah. for moms oh, because it's always ready in your fridge and mm-hmm. it, you don't have to worry about it getting cold. Cause it's already cold.
0: Yeah, you don't have to lose your cup a few times. Just it's cold. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) Right. Thank you so much, Sasha, for imparting so much wisdom and encouragement with us today. It was so fun having you, and you will definitely be coming back, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Ladies, go say hi um, at Sasha Star Robertson on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the places. And then you can check out our website, intentionalabundance.life. And she has a really cool, simple, biblical self-care blueprint that I think you guys would all love. Again, those are all in the show notes below, but be sure to go say hi and check her out until next time. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in before you go quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username. Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community, going after Jesus, and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.